1: The big rivalry game that will kick off tonight at 730. So if you get tired of watching the NFL or maybe the games aren't going as, you know, Seattle, San Francisco ends up being a blowout. You've got your options. Number 12, Ole Miss at Mississippi State in the Egg Bowl. Ole Miss minus 400 on the money line, minus 10 on the spread, a total of 54 and a hook. You and I were talking during the break. I said, how in the world can Mississippi State keep this within ten? You tell me they can. Let's hear it.
0: All right, Bill. Well, as you know, the last week of the regular season, there's always a lot of talk about these teams that have five wins, right? And who's motivated to win that sixth game, make a bowl, continue their season, try and build towards the offseason – well, obviously, Mississippi State. I, I mean, it's been a crazy year with them. Everything that happened with Coach Leach and then Zach Arnett, who filled in for him, he got fired as well. So now they have an interim coach going up against their biggest rival, and they have a chance to get to a bowl game a- after all of that. All those seniors and all those returning players, and they have a chance to beat their biggest rival, the number one, tw- number 12 team in the country. So I think Mississippi State hangs around. I think they keep this game close against Ole Miss, who I feel like it's kind of been overrated all season. You know, they do have nine wins. Their only two losses are to Georgia and Alabama, so absolutely nothing to complain about there. But I, these games, you know, especially when they're in Starkville, it, it always seems like they, they tend to be pretty close. And, um, you know, it, that's a tough place to play at night. So we're getting the hook here with the key number, 10 and a half with Mississippi State. I'd even sprinkle a little money line tonight, Bill, because you know what? We might not have any upsets in the NFL so maybe we get our upset tonight in college with the Bulldogs at home.
1: All right, so we'll look at that to 10.5. And, again, uh, that spread's gone up because I believe it opened 9.5 or 10 in a lot of places. So now up to 10.5, old Miss over Mississippi State. All right, let's move to Friday's games. And this is one we talked about a lot on yesterday's show. Obviously, regular host Michael Jenkins, a Texas grad, big Texas fan. Texas Tech at number 7 Texas, who's still – is holding out hope to make the college football playoff. This line is now up to 14. And it opened up at 12 and a half, and it's already gone to 14 here. You've also got Texas on the money line, minus 650, total of 52 and a half. That's actually down a point from 53 and a half. Do you like Texas in this spot? Or is Jinx right? The officials are somehow going to find a way to keep Texas Tech in this thing. It would probably
0: be Texas Tech plus the points if I had to play the game. This was at 12-and-a-half at one point. We saw some money come in on the Red Raiders, and now it's coming back towards Texas. But now that we're getting the two full touchdowns, Bill, it's got to be Texas Tech. In games like this, where all the pressure – is on Texas, and they haven't been in this spot in a long time, right? They still certainly are in the discussion to make the college football playoff. They've already clinched a berth to the Big 12. Ewer still doesn't look fully healthy to me. Watched him last week against Iowa State. Um, He's effective, but he's not his 100% self. And Texas, you know, they've, they've been playing some teams tough here as of late. They won an OT against Kansas State. Iowa State game was close. TCU game was close. Houston, who they played about a month ago, that game was close. So Texas Tech was predicted to finish like third or fourth in the Big 12 at the beginning of the year. This was a team that almost beat Oregon at the beginning of the season. And, uh, you know, this is a rivalry game. They beat them in Lubbock last year, so they're not intimidated by him at all. I think Texas wins the game, but I would lean towards the Red Raiders plus the points.
1: All right, let's move on here. Oregon State at Oregon, number 16 at number 6. Huge game here as far as the implications go for the college football playoff. Oregon cannot afford to drop this game if they have any shot at making the college football playoff. You see the numbers there on the screen for those of you that are watching us on Twitch. 13.5, the Ducks favored, minus 550 on the money line. The total set at a relatively high, 62.5. The Beavers are plus 400 on the money line. Do we get an upset, or does Oregon roll into the Pac-12 championship game?
0: I think Oregon's going to win the game. I would lean towards the Beavers on the spread, but the the play that I like the most is the over in the game. This was at 61. It's the 62.5 now. 10 of the last 12 Civil Wars, Bill, between these two have gone over the total. Oregon's offense has obviously been a machine this season. Bo Nix is playing incredible football right now. And Oregon State, away from Corvallis, you, know, you look at their home road splits. They're just not the same team. Their defense isn't as good on the road. Their offense is actually a little bit better on the road. And this is going to be the second best team that Oregon has played all season. They have not... They do not have a current win, Bill, against a team that is right now in the top 25. Their best win is at Utah, which was a really nice win because that is a tough, tough place to play. They didn't just win that game. They dominated. Obviously, they'll likely get the rematch with Washington next week. But uh, another one of these games where all the pressure is on Oregon. This is the last civil war between these two teams for who knows how long because obviously Oregon's leaving the Pac-12 Um, so lean beavers on the spread. I don't love the spread as much, but I do like the over tomorrow in that game. I think we get
1: a lot of points. And this will be interesting because obviously a rivalry game. So you wouldn't expect that there would be any letdown, but Oregon state coming off that tough loss to Washington where they had a chance had they beat Washington to kind of move up and maybe sneak their way in. But now that's done. They're just going to have to sit around and wait to see what bowl game they play in.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, Oregon State had a chance to control their own destiny in the Pac-12, right? Like, Washington last week, Oregon this week. Bill, they even had a shot at the college football playoff. Like, if things would have worked their way out and we had a little bit of chaos – if Oregon State closed the season, Washington, Oregon, Washington, winning those three games, like they certainly would have been in the conversation as a uh, 11 and two team. But obviously, losing that game last week, like you said, at this point they're just waiting to see what bowl they get in. But finishing your season with the win against your your bitter rival and knocking them out of a playoff certainly would be would be a pretty good consolation prize.
1: Yeah, it certainly, as you said, the last time these teams are going to meet for some time. So that's an 8:30 kickoff on Friday. Let's get to Saturday's games. And it starts at noon. And the biggest one at noon is the biggest one. And we'll talk more about this at 8 o'clock as far as the pathway for these teams trying to get to the college football playoff. Number two, Ohio State taking on number three, Michigan, out of the Big Ten. Buckeyes plus 140 on the money line. Wolverines are minus 165. The number right there. Three and a half, so you got the hook to worry about if you think it's going to be a close game. Total sitting at 46. Where are we on the biggest game of the college football weekend?
0: I think there are some threes out there floating around on Michigan, and I certainly like it at that price taking the flat three. The three and a half would would certainly scare me just because this definitely could be a three-point game. I do like Michigan, though, Bill, because what this line is telling you is that these teams are pretty much even. If not, Ohio State might even be a little bit better, right? You would probably have to give Michigan like three and a half, four points a home field in this game. The big house has the biggest seating capacity in the entire country. Both teams are undefeated. Ohio State is in town. So, like, this is truly the big house at its peak. Like, it doesn't get any... Bigger than this, obviously, Big Ten Championship, college football playoff, all this stuff is on the line. I'm going back and forth on the game because Ohio State, their defense is elite. It is really, really good. The reason I can't pick them to cover or even pick them to win the game is simply because of Kyle McCord. I just, I can't trust him on the road in a game like this. I really don't trust JJ McCarthy either Michigan's quarterback, but what I do trust is those running backs in Michigan and that offensive line. It's going to be a tremendous battle in the trenches watching Michigan's O-line against that Ohio State D-line. Michigan maybe could struggle with Marvin Harrison a little bit. Maryland certainly made their secondary look suspect at times, but uh, going to roll with Michigan in this game. I think they get it done at home. I think it's going to be a great game, but
1: I like the Wolverines. When you put any stock at all in the Harbaugh not being able to coach in this game, they've won without him. We've seen that, obviously, the Penn State game and everything else, but... Is there anything? Is it's Ohio State? I mean, it's, it's the biggest game of the year, and no hawb on the sidelines.
0: Yeah, I, I certainly think in a game like this, it, it definitely makes a a huge impact, right? Because like th- this is the biggest game, like you said, and every decision is gonna be is gonna be magnified. Yards are gonna be tough to tough to come by. So you know, when you're playing Maryland. And he had to make some certain decisions in that game. He decided to go for it when he could have kicked the field goal and some win and stuff like that. Penn State, he just kept running the ball because Penn State couldn't stop it. So he, he it will be tough without Harbaugh. McCarthy, you look at his splits when Jim's on the sideline versus when he's not this season, he's not the same quarterback. A little bit of a concern there, but uh, I, I still like Michigan to get the job done without him.
1: All right, let's move on to a game that I know you'll be interested in and probably watching Saturday again at noon. Number eight, Alabama, on the road against Auburn. Crimson Tide, big, heavy favorites in this one. 14-and-a-half spread, minus 650 on the money line, total 48-and-a-half. Uh, that's actually down just a touch from where it opened up. But the Iron Bowl always brings us some surprises sometimes. You think back to, you know, kick six and – Everything else is going on. Big rivalry game. You're an Alabama guy. You're an Alabama grad, but you're not on your Crimson Tie this weekend.
0: I'm not, Bill. And it's all about because of where the game is. If this game was in Tuscaloosa and Bryant Denny, I think Bama wins by four touchdowns. I think they blow him out. But because this game is a Jordan Hare, it's a completely different story. I think this stat speaks volume to. What an impact Jordan Hare has on this rivalry and what a tough place it's been for Saban teams in the past. Bill, this is going to be the fourth time that Nick Saban has had an undefeated SEC team in Alabama. They obviously dropped the game to Texas earlier in the year. Fourth time he's had an undefeated team in SEC play, playing in an Iron Bowl at Jordan Hare. Those teams are one and two straight up. The only win was back in 2009 when Bama was number two in the country. Auburn was unranked, and they needed a drive in the final minute from Greg McElroy to Roy Upchurch for a touchdown to win that game. So, very easily could be zero three. A couple years ago, they were three touchdown favorites in this game with Bryce Young. They won it in quadruple overtime. So, it's just it's never it's never easy. And the worst thing that could have happened. To Bama last week was Auburn losing outright to New Mexico State because now everybody's coming into this game. They're talking about how great Alabama's playing, how great Jalen Milroe's playing. Auburn is an absolute train wreck. The season's over. This is why Hugh Freeze was brought in Auburn, though. This is why they paid him to be the coach because he beat Saban twice when he was at Ole Miss. Auburn's gonna have every trick up their sleeve they're going to try everything they can I like the under I think this game's going to be ugly it's going to be low scoring and I like Auburn to keep it close and hang around
1: but you're not going to necessarily take Auburn you're not going to put any of your cash on their money line are you
0: well, maybe it's a little emotional hedge I might have to cuz if I'm going to be sad Bill, I might as well make some money in the process. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> might as well be sad and have some <laughs> cash in your pocket. Absolutely. All right. Uh just got a couple minutes left. We'll, we'll jump to Florida State Florida, but there's another game that uh that you want to get to before we get to that one and it's involving Nebraska of all teams.
0: Yeah, this is uh, another game on Friday Nebraska and Iowa. When people or talk about this game, they talk about the total, but I actually like Nebraska in the game. Another one of those five-win teams looking to make a bowl. They're motivated to do so. Matt rules in his first year as head coach, so they want to win, want to build that program, get it going in the right direction. Iowa's nothing to play for, Bill. They've already locked up the Big Ten West. They're playing in the Big Ten Championship next week, so it's one of these cases I'm getting a highly motivated team versus an Iowa team with really nothing to play for. So uh, I like Nebraska tomorrow. I think they uh, win that game. Wouldn't take the spread because the total is so low. I could certainly see them winning by one or two points. I wouldn't lay the two and a half, but I do like them on the money line to win the game.
1: Isn't it amazing that we could get a 14-13 game and that would go over the total by a single point? 26, and people are still betting the under in this game.
0: They are. I, I was offense. It's 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 impressive how bad they are. Like it truly. is. What's even more impressive, Bill, is that the totals have been low all year. They're nine and two to the under, but they're also nine and two straight up this season. Like we joke about them, but Kirk Ferentz is a heck of a coach, man. He just he gets results and they win games.
1: They just have to win them 17 seventeen ten nine to six oh. yeah. ten to seven whatever it is. So there you go.